0: And now, this week's edition of Big Face with your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. Hey everybody, welcome to Big Face. I'm your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. Sam and Jane Tilton, you choose it. (laughs) And my guest today, actor Darren Goldstein. How you doing?
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Thank you for being on today.
1: Of course, thanks for having me.
0: You look great. Thanks,
1: it's good lighting. (laughs) It's good. Yeah. <laughs> good, uh, yeah, I'm right in, uh, right outside Midtown. In Midtown. Uh, t- are you? hmm
0: Take credit, man. Uh, quarantine's been a tough time for a lot of people, and not feeling good about themselves. You look, you look great.
1: Thank you. I have two kids that keep me busy. You know, <laughs> who were doing the homeschooling thing. We're not putting putting them into their school. We thought there were a bit a bit too many hoops to jump through. But uh, a lot.
0: <laughs> so you're doing the homeschooling so and you're in the city so you're not even in like suburban.
1: oh no midtown wow. since, midtown since march wow
0: man since march it's
1: midtown since march and we went away for one week and we have been here the entire time wow and we have seen all these stores closed down i mean it's crazy it's I,
0: cause when we, when I've driven through the city, like rarely, um, I live in Queens, but it's like, wow. It's, I, and I was saying, I don't know how it would feel to live there right now,
1: you know? It was bad. It was particularly bad when I would take my boys out. We would go walking around in like April and May when people yeah. were really even scared to be outside, but we would yeah. go outside. And it was, it was frightening in a way because there was really nothing. I mean, nothing was open. This was during real lockdown times, so a pizza place wasn't even open. I, you know. I know, I know. Barely, maybe the banks were open, maybe, but. And now you go out, and it's better. Everything's pretty much open. However, however, there's so many There's so many businesses that have closed. It's so crazy. Boards over everything. I mean I, coffee places, all the local so my dead the delis that are on the corners that are on some gone. So yep. So sad. And then, you know, West Bank. Have you been to West Bank? you know West no, Bank? No. So West Bank is this big uh kind of theater hangout restaurant on the corner of 42nd and 9th, West Bank. Oh, yes. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a million opening night parties. Yes, I know
0: exactly. I've been there. And I, yes,
1: absolutely. So we know the owner and he was like, I, uh, I'm almost done. And they did it. They had a big go. There's We're in the process. There's a big GoFundMe campaign.
0: Yeah.
1: To save the West Bank. And hopefully, because that place is a,
0: Jewel. yeah that's it's the craziest thing not that century 21 the department store is the same of the same caliber but like that was closing and i'm just and all these things that are just staples that you find in new york it's just everything's closing it's so
1: just sad. i know and it's like we're obviously like we're you know there's going to be a whole reckoning of what happens when we're finally going back to things and like we can kind of find a stare at the wreckage. It's like a big tornado right now, that you're just trying to like get inside, get inside. You're just, and then when it's clearing, you're going to look out and you're like, oh my God, the wreckage of mental health, I financial know. ruin and kind of public trust and whatever is just going to be, it's going to be carnage. You it's know?
0: so, I know it's so crazy. I, I, I almost like I sometimes go to think about it and then I go just staying right now. because yeah. it, it actually seems so far away. I know they're doing vaccines now and stuff, but
1: like- Oh, but yeah, till life comes back. I mean, theater, what are we thinking? I mean, the people who I deal with, you know, a year. We're thinking hopefully- I know. By next fall, there can be some shows starting up.
0: Yep. I yeah. I know. I know. It's, oh, it's so crazy. So wait, so you're in the city since March. Where were you before that?
1: Well, I live in the city. I live, uh, you mean like, where did I, I've been in this, I've been where I live. Yeah. 22 years
0: but you're from am I wrong are you from Huntington yeah that's what I was like I think you're a Huntington guy yeah so, yeah Mel- which,
1: more specifically Melville
0: okay oh okay so for those of you uh, that are in another country or not from New York that is uh in Long Island which is like the suburbs um yeah. and where when, are you from uh Belmore originally actually I grew up there my whole life until I went away to school
1: right okay. do you know you know Belmore I mean, it's I next, know the towns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's next yeah. to
0: Merrick and Massapequa. Yeah. Uh, it's right over there. Yeah,
1: but North Shore. Um, it's North Shore.
0: <laughs> South Shore. I I swear to God, I'm always just like I don't know.
1: Like by I think it's South Shore, <laughs> right? No, it's, no,
0: no. Yeah, it's all. But I feel like right. everything it's, in Long Island is like 20 minutes away. <laughs>
1: that's hysterical. <Right. laughs> Unless
0: you're really far.
1: <laughs> Unless you're really far by the Hamptons. Yeah, everything's like a half hour away. Yeah,
0: it's so funny, right? So. Um, you actually, when I reached out to you, maybe a little over a month ago, you were in the middle of, you were like, I'm actually busy with a project right yeah. now.
1: Yeah, Just doing a Lifetime movie.
0: Yeah? Yeah.
1: yeah? Lifetime television for women. I don't know, like, do you say that anymore? I wonder if they're gonna change their thing.
0: Do they still say
1: that? I'm actually curious. Lifetime television for women, I don't <laughs> even know. Like, I can't imagine that that would be cool anymore. I.
0: It's so crazy because, Everything I watch nowadays, like, I'm like, that would never fly now. That would never, nothing would fly now.
1: You know what I watched the other day? The what? movie Air, Airplane. Oh, my God. Take a look at that movie. And I am telling you, the racism, the misogyny, the, I mean, it is crazy. This is 40 years ago. It's, a, it's hysterical. It's right. And I grew up with that movie. But it's also just... It's a completely antiquated kind of humor. You could yep. never get away with two thirds of the stuff that they say they're homophobic. It's
0: everything, everything.
1: everything. Every, so offensive, to. but like, not really laughing at too many white people, you know, white right. males are kind of- Right, <laughs> they're kind at of excluded, every
0: yes. Every other thing under the sun, <laughs> except themselves.
1: Take a look at it for like, airplane, for all people out there, you want to look at humor that was like, what? I grew up with in like 1980 yep, yep. that was it and dude. why it's why the, like the learning curve for people is so steep because this is what we grew up with
0: dude I so uh do you did you ever watch the show the Goldbergs it's a sitcom no,
1: I, the, I, I know of it but I never watched it no
0: I mean I, I did you grow up Jewish I'm Goldstein I'm like probably yeah. grew up Jewish yeah. Sure, so me, yeah me as well my my last name doesn't you can't tell anything from it but I grew up uh-huh. Jewish and so the Goldbergs is, it's a sitcom. It's so great. It's yeah, such Jeff Garland. Yes. Jeff
1: Garland. Yeah, yeah, he yeah.
0: is like brilliant, dude. Yeah. He is so good. Uh, the writing, the, everything about it is great. But uh-huh. um, bringing back to the 80s, like there's so many shout outs to old movies and stuff that we grew up with. One of them being, which I love this episode, but it had to do with Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched that or if it was I mean, was like, I know
1: it's another one. I know like the back of my hand,
0: yeah. Do you know, I don't even think it's allowed to, I heard it doesn't stream anywhere anymore. It's not even available. And I'm like, what? Revenge of Nerds is great. And, but I don't know if you remember this and I- I remember
1: everything about that movie. Yeah. That
0: One of them like pretends to be someone else with the sorority girl in a sexual yeah. situation. Yeah. So that's considered rape and, you know- Of and, course. And right. And, but so it's like banned uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. So, so many things, it's just such a different world.
1: I mean, it'll come back. Those movies will come back. I think just for, for a little while we need to like, I guess Hollywood studios need to kind of say we fucked up in the past.
0: Right. And when we can,
1: yeah,
0: it's like, you know, they did what, they knew and what was accepted at the time, and that changes always, you know. But like, even totally. Gone with the Wind was taken off of um, HBO streaming. Max. I yes, yeah. and then they brought it back with commentary We're and with um, a
1: little distant, with a little like warning at the beginning. Yes. Well, if and you the, watch The Crown now, do you know the show seen The Crown? It. Yes,
0: I've never I've heard great things. I've never huh. seen it.
1: So good. Anyway, the Crown. they show um, you know they show up. There's some episodes of uh, Diana. Yes. Lady Diana and or Princess Diana and she she was bulimic. Right. So they show scenes of that. And before the, each episode they say you're gonna see depiction of bulimia if you yeah. need help, X, Y, and Z. Call this outline. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, well that's great. I mean, that's great. Uh before I don't know. I, I I I love technology and I love accessibility, but I hate it at the same time. Of uh it's like yeah. I think I loved growing up without cell phones and I, I just think it was a better way to grow I know.
1: up. I know you kind of look back at that time with a little bit of romance, right? It just, uh, you know, but I think every generation kind of looks back when they were younger. Uh, I think so times, too. You know, I think kind so. Of, you know, but we I have just, so much yeah. more at fingertips now.
0: I know. I know. You know what I watched last night, actually? I don't know if you remember this movie, but Scrooged with Bill Murray.
1: Yes. I never saw that movie. Is it, does it hold up?
0: Shockingly, because I was like, I haven't seen it since I was younger. It holds up so well. That movie could come out now, and it would, it would be. It is so tight and so good. Okay, watch it.
1: Well, it's, we have movie night with my kids every Friday night, so my wife and I. So we will, will choose that.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That's it's a it's a really good, my my boyfriend had never seen it, and so we watched it for the first time, and he was like, he was expecting a Christmas. Actually, how old are your kids? <laughs>
1: It doesn't matter. They're kind of sophisticated in, t- in terms of movie taste. I just showed okay. them airplane. So, <laughs> you
0: know. Cause I-, I looked at it though. I nine, at and ten. nine and yes, 10. Yes, nine and 10. Okay, cause I-, I was like, I wonder if I was scared of this when I was a kid. Cause there's some, it's Scrooge. So there's like the ghost oh, of Christmas. Yeah. yeah, so take that into consideration. But yeah, think about It'll that. Be- yeah, yeah, but um, so, okay, so Lifetime. So th- you were doing that, um, yeah, that- yeah. how did that go? And did Great, that finish? You know,
1: yeah, yeah, that was a few weeks. That was fine. Um, you know, it's just being on set during the COVID times, and it's very, it's tighter, it's different. Everyone yeah. wearing masks when you're putting when you're getting makeup put on, they have masks, and then they have the shield. Take it very seriously. You know, my yeah. wife is on a show. Uh, she's doing uh, the Gilded Age on HBO, and okay. they uh, had to close down for a few days because someone was infected. Wow! But
0: scary man
1: very very serious it's serious spending a lot of money they're spending a lot of money to make sure these precautions are taken seriously
0: that's why like i'm i i i hope production continues and it you know um i i'm always just like in some ways i'm like i can't believe things are in production because it's so crazy but um but thank god
1: yeah thank god so
0: your wife so you guys have been working and that's great
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, her show was about to go into uh, production and she was about to start working in two weeks when the whole thing went down in March. So they shut it down for six months and then they came back.
0: How is that? You guys, so you are both as a couple working actors. Yeah. Were you always both pursuing acting?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, as far as we, as long as we knew each other, as long as we've known each other, yeah, yeah. We met at Williamstown.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I have to ask, was that ever difficult? Like, no, no,
1: no. There are some couples where it just like, you know, it gets competitive and there's a little jealousy for us, for whatever reason, it could be that she was well-established by the time we met and did this show together. Like she was clearly, she had already won a Tony award. She was kind of, she was embedded into the, you know, uh, Into the community already and she was yeah she had a certain name for herself nobody knew who i was at the time and yeah it it just from the beginning um her victories were mine and vice versa it just works out i mean i am telling you never has it been one ounce of jealousy or i mean nothing no no it's just blessed i can't explain why necessarily would be our personalities
0: no that's that i feel yeah. like when you find for me my boyfriend um he's he's the one which just this totally threw us off track with yeah. but we live in a studio apartment together wow. and he works from home and we do amazing together
1: and he's, a, he's an actor
0: uh he is a comedian and podcaster and
1: oh, uh cool
0: and he and a writer and he's but he's a creative person as well. Yeah. And yeah. so we it is all pushing each other. Like yeah. his victories, his growth like we it's like it's my own and vice versa and I know. That is the I could have never imagined that that be possible and it's like it, we are each other's biggest champions. And it's just such a gift We're to lucky. have that. We're it very is. lucky.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's such yeah, it really helps things out.
0: Yeah. And I, I was, I, and also uh, it's not always a simple path financially as a creative person or pursuing a sure. career. And so I was kind of wondering that as well. And then like having kids and establishing yourself is, was all that,
1: Never. I mean, it was just, <clears throat> there were some times where there were many years she made much more money. Some years I made more, some, and it's just, it was just worked out, you know, it was fine.
0: Was it, from starting, when did you start acting?
1: The first thing I ever did was in uh, college. I was uh, I was like, you know, kind of just like this Long Island kid who went to college, played some sports, joined a fraternity, yeah. and went to, uh, <laughs> SUNY Albany. <laughs> and like, I was that guy. You were Long like, Island. I was Long Island, you know? <laughs> and I, something, uh, I was kind of dissatisfied with, my college life I was kind of uninspired in terms of what I was learning it just seemed to be a very general college education and then I I I, I'm telling you I can't understand I don't even remember but I wandered into an audition for the three penny opera and it was a musical by uh, Bertolt Brecht and Kurt Weill and I i had a monologue and i sang a song and i got cast and i think they were charmed by my inexperience because so many people at that point you know get into college plays have been doing it for so long and they know all about right. the jargon okay. and the thing and i was just like yeah, i mean sing a song like you know <laughs> people would like people would come on stage and you'd go you know you go hi my name is you know darren goldstein and i'm I'm doing my monologue today will be this and this and I just walked on I was like hey (laughs) what do you want me to sing what do you want me to do like I didn't know any of the rules they were charmed by that I took an acting class and just full steam ahead for the last you know that was 1994 so 26 years.
0: That's amazing. And I just, I like to kind of ask people when it started, because a lot of people feel very discouraged that, um, I know I have been one of those people that they didn't go to school for it, that they didn't do it their whole time growing up that, you know, uh, and the thing is, is that everybody has a different starting point. And so it's nice to hear because I didn't start until even it's always been the dream, but life happened. It's always been pushed down and, Mm uh, had to deal with a lot of other stuff in life before I was able to go, I'm ready to be me and do what I want to do, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: And I remember in, even in an acting class, it was like my first class. And uh, I had no idea what a slate was. So they were like, right. all right, slate. And then go into the material. And I was like, yeah, what's, a what a <laughs> what's a slate? What's a slate? And for those that that don't know, a slate means you say your name and whatever they ask you to say, if it's your height or something sure. before you start the material. But uh, I had no freaking clue. I don't know. I know. So I it's know. a learning process.
1: Oh, gosh. So many things you have to learn. I yeah. did a, uh, an internship when I was 23. I worked down at the Shakespeare Theater in Washington, D.C. Nice. And I made $75 a week. And all it, I was a spear carrier. And all it taught me was how to be a professional actor. When it came down to it, it's like how you behave, the way you speak to people. I mean, subtle things, like just things that, you would think come naturally, but there's just a way to do things that you, you need to, it's kind of like you I, need to apprentice in this world.
0: I, I swear, I always say that I think every actor should have to spend some time on the casting part of things and on, on yeah. different aspects of the business, because you have no, you're clueless otherwise yeah. and i think so many people could learn so much but the professionalism you'd think it would be you know uh a given it is absolutely not uh it's it's unbelievable how many people don't behave the way that you would you would want or think yeah. so um yeah 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 so it's really amazing and yeah. so for those of you uh that don't know um a couple of the things when i i met uh Darren at one of the studios and it was one-on-one um, yeah. just in the mm-hmm. lobby and we just started talking And because yeah. I approached you uh, to let you know that I thought you were great on the affair and Ozark. Yeah, I and mm-hmm. so those are a couple of the things that Darren has had the pleasure of being a part of. I don't know. I don't know how the experience was for good you. I guess I'll ask you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it was great.
0: Um, yeah. how, my huge main coon cat is jumping down. So uh, they have a perch. So I have two main coon cats. They have uh-huh. perches perch like at the ceiling that I built. So they uh-huh. like jump up these shelves to the ceiling. Uh, it's funny.
1: There you go. And then yeah. they jump down and make a lot oh, of Oh,
0: yeah. Noise. Oh, yes. Just cats, you know. So yeah, that's the noisy yeah. stuff. So um, yeah. did you have a, a big break? Did you have something that kind of shifted you know, the
1: course? Sure. Uh, there have been several steps nothing uh every you know um i mean if you're starting out like if you're starting out i i was living in long island with my mother working at a tgi fridays in huntington commuting into the city two times a week to take classes knowing no one and like in my brain breaks to me just meant steps like steps I want to take a step I want to take a step the first step to me was something so subtle as getting into auditioning and getting into a good acting school that was a step then auditioning for this uh internship at the Shakespeare Theater, where the artistic director was a man named Michael Kahn, who your younger people might know about, but who is a very, very, very esteemed director and artistic director. And I got that. That was the next step. Step after that was I got into NYU for my MFA. That. Then after that three years, I worked on my fur. I understudied my, I got my first job. So that's a step understudying yeah. with Viola Davis in a play called Intimate Apparel. Then I got nice. a big show at the place called The New Group, which was called Abigail's Party, which was a big hit and went on to six months. That was a step. Then I got like, then I got a Broadway show and I did Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson. Then I got the TV, started getting TV jobs. That So it's yep. been like, and then I did The Affair. And then I did... Uh, I worked with Cynthia Nixon on a play called Rashida Speaking, which then got me to a play called Little Foxes on Broadway. And I worked with Laura Linney, which then got me to Ozark. So it's just like, I, the reason I build this so specifically is yeah. you, I just paint it out from nothing until like steps step, have. And the reason I also mention that is because yeah. there is so much thought in your brain of like, I need my break. I need my, like, yep. that thing that, that puts yes. me, you know, like that I'm waiting. And yes. I'm telling you, for people starting out 21, 22, 23 years old, Yep. all you got to do, one foot in front of the other, step, step. Because this is a long-distance race. If you're going to yes. get involved in this career, it's a long-distance race. So it's just yep. like step, step, t- 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 tiny steps. And before you know it, you've climbed. You know, it's taken me 20 years, but... Yeah but that's the body of work. And within all those steps, there was also like commercials and right. gigs and, and smaller shows, but I just painted up 10 like of the things that right. just come to my mind.
0: Of course there, there's so many little things. There's a conversation with this person that made you be able to do that. You know, it's all these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny. Cause whenever people say something to me, like, oh, I just really hope that you'll get your big break. And I, I, I truly don't believe in that. I don't, because People get a huge role in something and you may never see them ever again. It doesn't, getting one one big role or a huge, yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, it means no, it's, something.
1: It's great. Well, it's a splash. It's a it's splash a, and it's what we all go, wow. And then it's, it could be great, yeah. but it could, it, it, but, but the vast majority of people in this business yes. do not get big breaks. They keep working and they have little splashes, just yeah. like splashes bigger splash, bigger, bigger, bigger. This is a bigger break. This is a smaller break. Bigger, big. And I, you know, it was important to me to always make a, like have a good, you know, for 10 years, I don't know, how many years out of school? Seven years out of school, I had a job waiting tables that I, I treated very, treated very well because I knew that having a, a good quality of life was very important. to me.
0: And I just want to reiterate, and you said like, you didn't know anybody to start out, right?
1: I knew, I mean, I knew a few people who had gone to my undergrad mm-hmm. who were working in and off working off Broadway. Right. So to me, they had made it. Right. Just because they were a working actor. They were still struggling and making yeah. jack shit off Broadway. Right. But they were doing it. Yep. They were grinding it out. And a grind out for a while was was like, yeah, that's it. So no knew no one would take classes, knew no one. So anything that I've done has just been, you know, just from like crazy stubbornness and hard work.
0: And I, so I I asked that and because then you may like, a lot of people ask like, well, what do you want me to speak about? Or what do you, so what do you plan on talking about when I come on? And the thing is, is that being somebody that knew not one thing, I just had a dream. I had what I knew I'm supposed to do I did not know anything. I remember when I first had to audition for my acting teacher to work with him, I had to prepare a monologue. I swear to you, I did not even know what a monologue was. I knew yeah. nothing. Cause all I did was act in plays as a kid and loved it. So there's a lot of people out there that do have dreams or have been pursuing and don't know, like that they don't have to know somebody that it is possible that to take note of the little things that help them build themselves in their career. I think it's yeah. really hopeful for people to hear that.
1: I mean, to be honest, it was for a very long time. I was singularly focused. It was by, it was the most important thing in my life. I mean, yeah. it's a little bit more difficult to do when you're older and you might have kids and you're starting out. Yeah. But I was 21 and this was it. This was it. Right. This was it. This was out it. There. This was, this was by far the most important thing in my life to, to, yeah. to do this. And as far as I'm concerned, at that young age, I don't know if your if your viewers do you find skewer more on the on the younger side, on the like in 20s or you're you know.
0: I think it really varies. I've had like a okay. lot of people. It's been people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, as well as young 20s. It's kind younger. of yeah. yeah. Um, so it's I think it really runs the gamut.
1: Yeah. Which is, well, if, yeah. I I could say the way that if you were if you were. um, young and and starting out, I think the, you have to be singularly focused. This is too hard. And yeah. there are too many people who are singularly focused. Yeah. And that doesn't mean crazy. That means just like eye on the ball, yeah. focused, taking many, taking the opportunities taking that you can, whether it's readings or s- student films. I mean, you gotta learn all that stuff. And it's brutal sometimes. It's like you get paid nothing, Nothing. shitty conditions. You feel like you're doing, you feel like you're like, what is this sometimes? And it's just, you got to grin and bear it. Uh,
0: There's uh, the actor Kelly O'Coyne. I don't know if you know him. I I know Kelly, yeah. He's, so he was on the show and he's the loveliest, but there's a story that he told me when I had met him and I'm going to butcher it and it's in the episode, but cause I was like, she said this. And he's like, no, 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 it went like this. But anyway, Sally Field. I believe said to him, uh, some other things that I'm not, cause I'm going to butcher it, but she said, like, take every opportunity to get to practice your craft, doing what you love every opportunity. Um, mm. I, Kelly, if I butcher that, I really, I'm sorry, <laughs> but, uh, and it's like, yeah, it's especially when you're starting. I mean, Oh, especially when you're starting out, It is such a good opportunity. You never know who you're going to connect with, may want to create with later, may do something that may think of you. I've had people reach out to me that I hadn't seen since I started acting class years ago, think of me for a film of theirs or something. And it's like, how did you even think of me?
1: You just never know. You just never know. And then, I mean, you're speaking more of the connection side of it look at it as going to the gym. You're going oh. to the career gym. You're just like, it's a it's an opportunity to kind of like work out, like, uh, you know, and, yes. and it, it's just the craft gym or the career gym or whatever, you know, it is. And yeah, that's what you're doing.
0: And that's, yeah. And I meant the, the both of it. Like you, you have no idea like what you're going to get to work on that it can, sh- it, I, I think it all strengthens you. And you talked about being singularly focused and it's like, I was that when I first started, I was like kind of obsessive about it and like really running for it. And then stuff happened in life. And then that was a focus, but also other things started happening and my life started to come more fully together. Um, And I was like, oh, but now I'm not as focused, but I stayed, I continued to take steps, but also all that stuff that filled out in my life before it was just acting contributed to like making me a better actor
1: like absolutely well as you go on and as you get older obviously life is going to come into play and it might not be you might not be as uh acting and the pursuit might take second might take the backseat to other things you get into relationship you move with your partner to san francisco and you're doing that and that for a little while and and, but but that yes that absolutely might happen but if you, you know, if you start out in your young 20s, kind of in that focused way, mm-hmm. you'll be kind of like, you know, making the neural pathways, knowing how to kind of think yep. along the lines of, of making your career choice. Yep. You know, the most important thing.
0: Yep. Um, a couple things. I, I, uh, I wanted to ask you, so when I, so when I uh, emailed Darren, just the information about the show and stuff, I'm like, what about, so any social media you want me to share? And you were like, I don't really do social media, which I got to say, I freaking love because Mm. I hate social media, but there is this, at least for me or for somebody that has not established a fully working acting career that is like completely able to just be there. I Mm -hmm. feel the need to, or I've been, feel the pressure to put my stuff out there put myself out there um and I think a lot of people do especially now it's there's so much stuff about how many Instagram followers you have how many and it's I I think it's such crap but I'm curious uh your thoughts on it because you don't really do social media when it comes to No,
1: no I mean I'm certainly on it but it's not career-wise I'm not a um I don't post about things that I'm doing. Rarely, I mean, yeah. when I did the affair, Showtime had asked me, "Oh, can you do a live tweeting session?" And that yeah. was fine, but uh, it's not. It's just not something I'm interested in. Yeah. And for better or worse, you know, some people might say, "Well, you gotta like X, Y, or Z," and you don't got enough. If, if a job, <laughs> look, if I was on a job and they pulled me aside and they said, "Listen, we'd really like you to," Have an instagram presence and post some things from the show right well that's part of the equation of the job and whether i say yes like oh okay or that, that's a different choice but without a job and just like selling myself as a person trying to get work i'm, I'm just not interested in doing that I think for me wonderful. that's just and i will i will people might for better or worse i'm saying there are some people that might say great there's some people that might say well you're selling yourself short then that's fine I'm just not interested in 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 doing that yeah.
0: I I love that and uh I am on the same page and yet mm-hmm. uh feel that pressure or buckle to that pressure no. that like uh, put my show out there put myself out there If like
1: I know, I know yeah
0: it's a it's an interesting thing I wanted to ask you it's a, a balancing
1: of- act absolutely and 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 you know you're so you're selling a show you know you're selling something that you need people to see and yeah. so th- it, th- that's kind of the only way you are going to get eyeballs on your thing <laughs> yeah i i'm just counting on if i get a job in the theater the theater will take care of like right. social media and yes. people will see me then or the television show will do that Unfortunately, 100%. like you have to do it because you're selling a product.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's my project, my company. Yeah. You know,
1: it's like, it's the only way. It's the only way you can kind of get the yeah. advertising in a way. You know, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough line. Yeah.
0: Um, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you, and just in talking to you, do you, do you feel like you always, stay appreciative of what you have and how far you've come? Or do you think sometimes it's easy to take it for granted?
1: I don't take it for granted. Uh, I am appreciative of it, but like everyone else, there are moments when you're just not happy with where you are and you want more. And uh, that's the struggle to, to, to not be envious. You know, yeah. I yeah. have certainly gotten better with it over the years but I don't know if I've gotten better of it because I've just got more opportunities. And I'm like, Oh, cool. But you're always, you're always, the carrots always moving. You're always like, I want that. I want that. Um, But yeah, how I metabolize those feelings <laughs> yes. has changed over the years. It's much. I know that guy. I'm like, Oh, there he is. The envious man. Hello. Goodbye. See yeah. ya. So it's not about, it's not that I don't feel those things anymore. It's that, they don't charge me up as much it's just like there goodbye the amount of the amount of things i have in my life to be grateful for is is innumerable so i don't uh no and especially now i mean especially now i have food on the table i have two beautiful children i have a beautiful wife i'm a happy family we've been spending wonderful the last nine months in an 1100 square foot apartment not tearing each other's teeth out so, because I have that, what what what? Everything else is like it's everything else really is gravy, you know. But I speak from that place now. I wasn't like that ten years ago. Yeah, I wasn't like that fifteen years ago. I did have did mash my teeth up when I saw someone get an opportunity that I yep. didn't think deserved it <laughs> or wasn't good. Um, yes, but I think that just comes with maturity and confidence, and you yes. can't you can't force that feeling. You just have to kind of grow into that feeling of yes. of like, oh, look where I am. I feel fine that that person got that. I'm on my own path. Yeah, I have my own trajectory. My path has nothing to do with his path.
0: And it's so separate. but it
1: takes but it takes time to kind of for me, it took time to get to that. Place. Yes,
0: I agree. And by the way, I had deja vu while you were just talking, which is so oh, interesting. Really? I always think that's fascinating. I don't know what it is. What is that? I don't know, I read a book by like a psychic a million years ago and she was saying that it, it's, if there's a blueprint for your life, when you are walking on the blueprint for your life, when you hit a point where you're like exactly where you're supposed to be on your blueprint, you get deja vu. Oh really? And I just, I was like, that is so interesting. Oh, no idea if that's true, honey. how the hell would we know? But it's always so fast. Cause as you were talking, I'm like, oh, we've had this, like, I totally saw it again kind of crazy.
1: It is really crazy.
0: So yeah, thank you for being maybe correctly on my blueprint when you're <laughs> supposed to. I don't know, it's
1: so bizarre. But they happened at the most random moments. I could be just sitting in the I bathroom, know. like looking at a zit and i like, I know. What, what, I'm on my blueprint? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm, cause I'm this like, is, hey? This is the right zit at the right moment. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's amazing. So uh, I'll ask you, um, theater or film and TV? I'm just curious, what's your fave?
1: I mean, they both kind of satiate different, different things. Yeah. Uh, I was trained in theater, obviously. Uh, I know how to do theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know how to do TV and film, but I'm much less experienced in that department. I mean, I've done a decent amount now, but. Yeah. And so, you know, film and TV pays more. And, you know, I can make more uh, in one week in TV than I can in, you know, three months of a I know show. Off-over show. Yep. That's, that's 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 the that's just the reality of it all yep. uh so with a family if I'm doing if I do a play it's because I can afford to do a play yeah or the re- you, you know right it's, it, you know that's the
0: it's the truth of it it's just the pay is different it's just a different it's just different
1: yeah but I love uh but, but there's so much to learn and glorious things about uh about uh, film and tv just the technical aspects and learning and what works and what doesn't work yeah. uh, but it's my you know it's my theater training that has just kind of I think given me the confidence to be able to do uh, film and tv because in film and tv uh, the most important thing honestly is relaxation huh. meaning like tension can be uh harnessed and tension is can be tolerated much more on the stage it can be uh it's you can you can use it and funnel it it's not great obviously but but if you are tense on tv uh they're gonna read it yep and it's not gonna look it's not gonna review it's not gonna look good because most of tv is naturalism and making it like yo yes. you are the guy right you are the guy.
0: it's amazing because yeah on stage you can get away with so much or not that it's great right we should always be just like able to be god willing present and in what mm-hmm. we're doing but yeah the tension that reads on screen and that takes away from the you know the art of it yeah um favorite project that you've worked on film tv
1: Uh, The Affair in Ozark are just equally as thrilling Uh, just to have kind of work with those people and and on stage was The Little Foxes. I mean, I did that on Broadway about four years ago and I worked with Cynthia Nixon and she won a Tony for it.
0: It's wonderful.
1: I worked with Laura Linney on that and Richard Thomas and legends, Michael McKeon and then some other younger actors that were wonderful and it was thrilling and we got wonderfully reviewed we got nominated for best play best revival and amazing. uh it was a dream that was a dream
0: amazing actually uh julia garner who um from ozark we were classmates and uh and did, uh with our my old acting coach anthony abeson
1: Oh, my gosh. And
0: funny. We, it's funny. I have a mug. I, it's in my thing. But uh, we did a play as a as a class. And so on mm-hmm. the mug, we're all there. And like Julia's just laying in the front. Like, she's so funny. So it's amazing. What a it's, talent. She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, she's unbelievable. When was that?
1: How long ago was that?
0: That had to be 2010, maybe? 11? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's it's a bit ago. It's at least like, yeah, maybe like seven to ten years ago. So dreams do come true, kids.
1: I know. And tell me about it. And amazing. she's this. I think she's from like Westchester, but she's playing this like white trash. She's line, you
0: know. like she is so good. Her sister used to be in class too. Her sister uh, Anna, and then she stopped acting and went into casting. And so she works in casting and then Julia she came does? to class. Yes. She's a casting director. Yeah, I think she's uh yes. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where she works, uh-huh, but uh-huh. yeah, she's oh, funny. She works in casting. I'm sure that that combination works well for them.
1: Yeah. yeah it's,
0: it's great. So um yeah. Congrats on on all the success and all the great projects. I can't wait to see you on more. And oh, you're sweet. Thank you. It's really wonderful. And I'm I'm really happy that. All this time in quarantine is has been safe, and you've got have your family. That sounds like thank God. It's been
1: a blessing. You know, it's it's been tough in some ways, but of course, you know, spending a lot of time, you know, with my children, and that's not forever. You always, see, I mean, you know, it gets a lot some days, but then, uh, you know, you're you, it, it's just to 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 be around them so much is uh, is actually wonderful. And,
0: they don't stay that age forever. I know.
1: That's it. I know. I mean, I have eight more years till they're at college, and uh, it just so, everything has gone so fast already. Oh my god! Um, uh, yeah, I yeah. savor this stuff with them. Yeah,
0: that's wonderful. Um, I have one more question for you. Sure. Uh, there is a portion of my show that is called "The Feather in Your Cap." Okay. And by feathering your cap. Um, I mean, a success or an achievement, something that you've learned that maybe has helped you in your life or that may help you in the future. Um, yeah, uh, I always think yeah. there was somebody that I love that used to, whenever I'd, anyway, go through something, he'd be like, it's a feather in your cap now. And so I wanted to know if you had one that you'd offer the audience. Mm.
1: You know, my wife was, my wife has been such a help with, and this isn't a saying or anything, it's just like, um, you know, know, living for today, it's so easy to to be living in like the future and what you want and what you're not getting and, Mm It's so cliche, but it's it's what you have now. And I, I don't I don't feel particularly articulate with this idea. It's more of a feeling to me. But uh um, I can't articulate it. I can't articulate. I'm, I, I want to be honest and say right now, I don't have the words to properly articulate uh, living in the moment. I guess just living in the moment, living. I mean, it's a cliche thing. So I'm apprehensive to kind of say those words, but, but, it's but funny.
0: I spoke to somebody cliche. recently, and we were talking about cliches and like why they it's like, oh, it's so cliche. The clichés for a reason.
1: Like Yeah, yeah. I want to come up with something original and I, and I feel the pressure in my own, my, my pressure to kind of come and, up with something. But it really is, there's so many things of like, uh, things to pull you in terms of I like, I wish I had that or I want that or I want this or look what I, uh, you know. And yeah. for me, I'm just speaking of me, uh, yeah. it's been a real- it's been a real education with my wife to teach me to um, be present. Be present. That's the big one, you know. Be present in what's going around you, and a heightened sense of, of, of sensitivity to the energy around you. You know, I guess it's just that. I yeah.
0: I don't think when you are in the present that there is the exact
1: right way to say it. It's just. I guess so.
0: Um, I it's a great reminder that I can use right now and so much more often. So
1: that's a a struggle. Sometimes it's very difficult in this line of work. It's very competitive and it's very easy to see what you're not achieving that you've set up for yourself, you know, and, and I guess the best thing you can say is you, you just have to, you have to be the best the best version of yourself, I guess, like, are you being the best version of yourself? I guess that's a, that's a good one that I, I like, are you working as hard as you can work without being obsessive about it? Yeah. Are you, are you loving in the best way? Are you, what's getting in your way? Are you taking care of your health in the best way you can? Yeah. These are all things to struggle. I'm not saying that I can do these things all the time, but it's something to check in with always that I do, you know?
0: Do you consider yourself a nice actor and a generous Gender. actor? So when nice people, actor. and and that's, I, and whatever that means to you, I just, I'm like yeah. listening to you and it's funny, people have different experiences with different actors and they're like, oh, she was a bitch or that guy was a dick or, um, or oh, they were lovely.
1: What oh, do you- I can speak to that, yeah. <laughs> I put a premium on, no, I put a that's premium great. on in rehearsal and on, a sh- on, on good behavior. And people say, well, you know, it can get, and it can get sticky in rehearsal and you do have to fight for things at times. And it, I have no problem getting about the work and it getting passionate and arguing mm-hmm. about that, but bad behavior in the theater or in this business is unacceptable to me, bad behavior. And so, and collaboration and being sensitive to your other actors yes i believe that that is invaluable because the more safe people feel and the more that they don't feel like you're that that you got their backs just creatively it's going to just be better it's just i have had people i've had people i've been on stage with who have just had a little bit of an attitude backstage and then you get on stage, and you're just self-conscious. That are they going to be mad at me for this choice that I make? I'm mm-hmm. it's tight now, and I'm like, I don't need that. So I go out of my way to make sure that everyone knows that I got their back. And as long as they're doing the work, also they have to do yes. the work. You know, that's what's important too. You got to know your, you know, you got to know your lines. You got to, I, you need to take the job as seriously as we all do. And I'm telling you, in theater. That happens ninety five percent of the time at this level. When you're like off Broadway, right. and Broadway, you, everyone is, for the most part, yeah, is great. I mean, you get like a star that's coming in sometimes, yeah. and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" You think that that's gonna fly? <laughs> no, 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 no. And but by and large, they're good at they're great actors and they behave well. Yeah. So that's a. Um, a premium, so generous actor. I guess so, just because I'm, uh, I, 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 I have their back. But I find, yeah, I think the most generous actors are the ones who uh, it takes confidence to be a generous actor because you have to like give and take, listen, Absolutely. back and forth. You got to do that. Where there are actors that I've worked with who who have a performance that's self-contained. Yes. and safe and that is a version of it but I get it makes for a little bit of pardon of me it makes for a little it's a little boring to be on stage with those people because they're impenetrable you can't you know you can't throw the ball at them and they it's one way they do it one way so yes that that i try to uh i try to not do that
0: i heard alan coming speak once and he said uh he was talking about method acting and teach his own, whatever works for you as an actor. But he was speaking on it and saying, you're present with this person and you have this live thing that you're sharing and you're creating this life together. And then when you're method acting, he's like, it's like that person goes, hold on, you stay there. They go in a corner, they do this whole thing by themselves. And then they come back and they just try and shove it into that.
1: And make that yeah, work. I, I would really <laughs> like to know what what these method teachers would say to that because I've heard that that's the that is a big criticism of that type of technique. I would like to know if they if if that is a, a true uh, depiction of what method acting is because it makes no sense to me if it is. It's right, but and I, I've heard that's what people say.
0: And when Alan coming uh, spoke about it like that, I was like, that is so. Well put. I never forgot it because it's just like, yeah. He's like, and then they go in the corner and they just come back and they have this whole thing that they did, and then they just shove it in and make it work. Yeah. Like,
1: and it's like, yeah. It
0: it kills the thing that's alive when you share yeah. with another and collaborate and you have each other's back. You're together. It's yeah, yeah it's a special thing.
1: I think you don't. Know, I I I you know, to be honest with you, I haven't really come across too many method actors at all I mean one of like the greatest scene partners I ever worked with was Diane Weiss we did a three a four-person show together and oh, she was just everything that back and forth back and forth back and forth just and I mentioned her in particular yeah Um, because she's such an accomplished film star and she had it she's she's still such she was so great and i've had the good fortune of working particularly with a lot of generous women like a lot of generous women for some reason like in particular that's where my brain goes yeah when i see the actors that have been the most generous so yeah
0: thank you it's i that's very moving and it's it's so encouraging there are a lot of actors out there that are generous and so thank you for being one of them and speaking to that of
1: course
0: thank you for being here um sharing openly and honestly to hopefully help you guys out there to bring some understanding and shine some light on things that are difficult and confusing in if you're pursuing your dream or just if you're interested in this world and have no freaking clue um so uh thank you guys for tuning in and thank you so much for being here it's really, welcome, Sam it's a pleasure. Thank it's, you. it's a pleasure. And guys, you know, all that stupid social media stuff that we try and keep it going, like, rate, subscribe and stay connected. Um, would love to see you guys again. And Darren, really, thank you so much again.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for asking me.